get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. Happy to be joined by our guy, Ben Heisler. He's a sports betting analyst over at Sports Illustrated. Joins us here on 101 ESPN each and every week. Heis, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? What's going on, VK? What's going on, Rivers? How you guys living? Oh, uh, we're hanging in. So last night did not go well for our picks. I didn't get mine in. <laughs> yeah. Jamie and Ferrario both picked the Panthers. So we're off to a pretty rough start already. <laughs> that was one of those weird games too, where you were trying to figure out which team was going to find an inevitable inevitable way to lose. The uh, Falcons almost did it again, but then Bridgewater throws that interception late. I, I still think Carolina and the Falcons both have a ton of talent on their team, and they're going to get better. They're both in, in decent situations moving forward, more so the Panthers. But yeah, that that one was a tough one to predict last night. All right, Heiss, you know I've got always got a couple of speed bumps here in my way, and these ones here though are tough. So I'm gonna gonna pick your brain here a little bit. The Raiders and the Browns. Now remember, it's straight pick 'em for the one that I'm in. It's not the odds or anything like that. Straight pick 'em. Raiders and Browns. That's another time. I feel like this this slate is actually a little bit more difficult than, than people are, are trying to imagine here. I, I like the Raiders. I, I think now having a week without Odell Beckham Jr. is actually going to haunt Baker Mayfield. There's been a lot of fantasy experts and, and gambling experts that have said, well, you know, Baker looks as the, the most comfortable he's ever been without Odell Beckham Jr. on the field. And in fact, you know, one of our SI analysts made the point that, you know, he was worried that Odell Beckham was constantly getting in Baker's Baker Mayfield's head saying, you got to feed me the ball. I need the ball. And Baker, rather than making the right play, would force it downfield to Odell Beckham and it would likely get intercepted. I, I don't think that's going to be the case this week. I like the Raiders. I, I like their run game. Kareem Hunt is dealing with a bit of an injury. Um, he's questionable to play, although I likely think he'll give it a go. Uh, but with Josh Jacobs coming back, I, I think they're going to use creative ways to get Henry Ruggs downfield. Keep in mind, too, that there's going to be a bunch of swirling winds in this game over in Cleveland, upwards of 25 to, to 30 miles oh. per hour. Um, so that's that's going to be uh, a bit of a hindrance on the fantasy side. So I, I'm going to go with a team that I, I think has better offensive line play, uh, and that's the Las Vegas Raiders. So I think plenty of Josh Jacobs and also creative ways to get Henry Ruggs the ball in space. I'll take the Raiders on the road here. All right, Heiss, I just hit pick, so now the pressure's on you. Heiss, I wanted to ask you what is clearly the best game of the week, and I can't believe it's at noon this weekend, but it's Steelers versus the Ravens, and the Ravens are a four-point favorite right now in Vegas. I've said all year, I think the Steelers are the second best team in the AFC. The Ravens are likely going to be without their starting running back in this one and Mark Ingram. What do you make of this one and which side do you prefer? 
I've been going back and forth on this one all week, BK, and and my initial lean is still with the Ravens. I I think they might be getting too many points. I I think the Pittsburgh Steelers might be able to cover the four, but I keep going back to the idea of of Baltimore wanting to make and find a statement opportunity, right? They had that opportunity in week three against Kansas City and just clearly got outclassed. Now they're coming off the bye. They're coming against a Pittsburgh team that really did not play well in the second half last week on the road to Tennessee. It's another back-to-back road game for Pittsburgh. And Ben Roethlisberger statistically over the course of his career has not fared well, especially as of late on the road, and he tends to throw a lot of interceptions. We saw that in the second half against Tennessee. I would imagine that Baltimore picks up on some of that film, finds ways to force Big Ben into making the wrong play over the course of this game. So my initial lean is Baltimore. Pittsburgh has a lot of really good things working for him, including multiple weapons at wide receiver. He's very solid running back in James Conner and a good offensive line. But their defense, guys, has been beat you know, fairly often and consistently this year, especially in the secondary. And I wonder if this is an opportunity for Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown and maybe Mark Andrews to really finally connect, have a really solid passing and receiving game. So my initial play at the moment, BK, is on the Ravens. I just don't know if I'm as confident for them to cover the spread. All right, Heiss, I uh, I got two more for you here for my Pick'em Challenge. And I got the Chargers and the Broncos, and I've also got the Cowboys and the Eagles, these games left. And I just don't know which way to lean. The Eagles and the Cowboys, I've nicknamed that the poo-poo division up there now, so it's the best of the worst as far as I'm concerned. Clever, Jamie, clever. Very clever. Or the Deuce division is another one we're looking at. <laughs> um, but the And Justin Herbert was incredible for the Chargers last week. So I'm just wondering what your take is on those games. I actually really like the Deuce division. Like, it's the second-class division, of course, in in all the NFL. I I think it's got the the alliterative tone to it. I I think that's probably the way to go. I mean, the poo-poo division is fine, but probably not the most original one that you've come out with. The Deuce division, though, I think that's where you run. All right, Uh, hashtag Deuce division. There we go. Hashtag Deuce division. Get that trending on Sunday Night Football to all of you you St. Louis folks out there. All right, so let's start with the Chargers and the Broncos. My initial thought was that uh, Denver – coming off just a terrible game against a really good team in bad weather conditions. Uh, I thought this would be an opportunity for them to bounce back. And then I started to look a little bit further and I realized that with Justin Herbert, the downfield threat right now for the chargers is really impressive. Um, Guyton's been terrific. Um, Keenan Allen's been outstanding. If Mike Williams is able to come back and they have a solid running back hand now, um, with Joshua Kelly and, and Joshua Jackson. So I like the Chargers in this game. We've seen the line move from three over to minus three and a half. The Chargers getting three and a half on the road, guys, in a divisional game in Denver tells me that there's a lot of respect for this team in Vegas. So I'm going to take them, uh, even though they're on the road against Vic Fangio and then and Drew Locke and the rest of this team. I'll take the Chargers there to cover and also win outright for the purposes of your league. Now, for the Deuce division, you have Dallas. And there's actually some some positive reports coming out from Michael Gallup. He talked to the media after practice yesterday and basically said Ben DiNucci, the guy that nobody had ever heard of up until last week, was slinging it around and looked really okay. good and really competent in practice. Now, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm not coming out and saying that they're beating the Eagles in Philadelphia on Sunday night football. But do I think they can cover the nine and a half that we've seen this line move up to? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think they will. And I think Dallas is actually going to get a couple big play touchdowns. The Eagles secondary has been nothing to come home about. Carson Wentz has had a really solid fantasy season, but he still makes a lot of mistakes. I think Dallas for the first time really all year might 
cover the spread. I think they're 0 7 and 0 against the spread so far in 2020. I think this matchup, since the number continues to climb uh, right now at nine and a half, maybe 10 in some sports books, I think that might be a little bit too much, even with a third string quarterback. So I like Dallas to cover, but certainly the Eagles will win that game. All right, I've got two more questions for you here, Heis. One of them is a game and then a fantasy question to finish things off here. The game one is the Patriots going into Buffalo. Patriots at two and four right now. If they lose this one, for all intents and purposes, I mean, their season, you would imagine, is probably pretty much done. They still have to play the Ravens down the stretch here. They've got another game against the Bills. If you're getting to five losses through seven games, I don't know how you recover from that. Do you think they've got any shot to be able to pull off this upset in Buffalo on Sunday? I do because the Buffalo, uh, really Buffalo on both sides of the ball has not been impressive after the first three games of the year. Like Josh Allen has turned the ball over once again. The weather conditions are not going to be particularly good. So uh, if you make Buffalo one-dimensional with Josh Allen, it, it's still a really solid dimension with him as a runner, but um, I, I think that plays into New England's advantage. They're still a good defense. Um, the, the numbers for Jimmy Garoppolo last week, even though New England lost 33-6, to six, uh, he still didn't have any touchdowns through the air and still threw two interceptions. So Patriots are still going to play Josh Allen, I think, well, and I think they'll keep this game close. It, all of this comes down to Cam Newton. And whether or not he's going to be able to find mismatches, whether or not he's going to be able to run, and whether or not he's healthy. I, I think, especially as this line continues to climb in favor of Buffalo, I like taking the Patriots. If you can get them at plus three and a half and get that hook, I feel a little bit more secure about it. It will be a tight, low-scoring game in Buffalo this weekend with, again, weather conditions and wind playing a factor here. And it'll likely go down to two running quarterbacks and who can scheme up the better advantage. And I still think the Patriots from a coaching perspective have the schematic advantage over Buffalo. So I I do think this will be close. Maybe Buffalo sneaks out and wins it in the end, but especially if you can get that three and a half or even four for new England, I feel like that's the right play. Final question for you, Heist from a fantasy football perspective. If I'm somebody that feels pretty good about where I'm at right now, or if I want to make a big trade to be able to kind of help me with my playoff push, is there anybody you're targeting right now as a guy that whether you're buying low or you just you think you can get him for a price that is worth it today, who's the guy that you would want to be trading for as we kind of approach the trade deadline right now in fantasy football? I still think there's value with J.K. Dobbins, and maybe I'm the only one that still believes that. The numbers have not been good, but he saw a season-high nine carries in the win against the Eagles last week. He saw his most amount of targets in the passing game as well. Granted, it was only two receptions for a yard, but they are targeting him more often in the passing game. And now that Mark Ingram is injured, it's going to be some combination of either Dobbins and Gus Edwards. And Edwards is pretty much one-dimensional. He's not much of a pass-catching back. If Baltimore realizes the potential that this guy has, uh, the Ravens have one of the best fantasy football playoff schedules down the stretch of the season. Like, it's part of the reason that I've been advocating for Marquise Brown over the last few weeks. I don't know if he's going to be available in trades anymore. But this is the ultimate buy-low candidate right now in J.K. Dobbins because a lot of people drafted him, and he has just done nothing but sit on the bench. And if you had to start him, you haven't gotten solid fantasy production. Get on J.K. Dobbins right now. Make sure that you have enough room on your fantasy roster to be able to make that happen because if he gets the starting opportunity and if he becomes the guy in Baltimore – 
you're going to win your fantasy playoffs because of him. I, I don't doubt that for a second. They give him the opportunity in this offense behind this line with a system that is perfectly conducive for him. I think J.K. Dobbins could be a fantasy winner this year. He's Ben Heisler. Check him out over on Sports Illustrated. He's got articles. He's got videos. He's got everything you could want, both for sports betting and for fantasy football over there. Also, give him a follow on Twitter as well, at Benny Heiss. Ben, we always appreciate the time, man. All the best to you, and enjoy the football this weekend. All right, boys, enjoy the weekend. We'll do this again soon. At the Home Depot, we have Black Friday savings all through November. And with that comes a joyful holiday bustle that we just love to hear. Although we also love the sound that comes after the holidays. When people put their new tools to use. In fact, we love it so much. When you buy select Milwaukee M18 kits, you'll get an extra tool for free. So after you're done filling the air with holiday magic, you can fill it with the sounds of doing. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.